0: Hello everybody, this is Joseph P. Farrell with News and Views from the Nefarium on Thursday, July twenty seventh, 2023. I have some housekeeping to take care of that's rather important. Uh, We were scheduled to have a vid chat tomorrow, and once again, I've had to move it to the following day, Saturday, uh, at the usual time, 2 p.m. Central Time. Now, please pay attention, folks. The reason I'm doing so is because finally someone is coming out to cut down this big dangerous tree on Friday. The tree is literally just a few feet outside my front window where I normally do all this recording. So it would be virtually impossible for us to have a noise free vid chat on Friday with them cutting down the tree. Now here's the problem, unfortunately the tree is rather large. Whether or not they are able to get the entire thing cut down in one day remains to be seen. I will know probably by Friday night whether or not they're going to have to return on Saturday or some other day to cut down whatever they don't finish. So please check the schedule Friday night to find out if indeed the vid chat which I've scheduled for Saturday is going to continue, or if I'm going to have to reschedule that to some other day. Again, folks, I am truly thankful for your patience through this awful year of storms and weather interruptions and constant uh, interference with our vid chat, but please just bear in mind everything passes eventually. And hopefully we'll get uh, we'll get beyond this period of time and back to our normal schedule on a fairly consistent basis. Now, I want to talk about the UFO hearing and what I think is going on, uh, because we have been watching the government pushing a marketing effort to get everybody focused on UFOs and so on and so forth and uh, you know me I'm skeptical not necessarily of the UFO issue but I do think that specific UFO claims have to be investigated the arguments for them and against them scrutinized and so on you'll notice that there is something that has not occurred in any of these now government-promoted, media-promoted UFO splashes, and we'll get back to that in a minute. But I found an article that I want to use as kind of a springboard into why I'm viewing these whole marketing efforts these hearings and so on with a very skeptical and jaundiced eye the article appeared in uh, the UK's Guardian and it's a short article titled UFO Congressional Hearing what to know and how we got here and the article itself summarizes the problem with the UFO hearings so listen very carefully A House of Representatives committee is set to hold an eagerly awaited hearing on UFOs on Wednesday, which is expected to see remarkable claims regarding extraterrestrial life repeated in the most high-profile setting yet. David Grush, a whistleblower former intelligence official who in June claimed the U.S. has possession of quote, intact and partially intact, unquote, alien vehicles, is among the witnesses slated to appear and will repeat his allegations in front of a seemingly supportive lineup of congressmen and women. And skipping a couple paragraphs here, Grush, who led analysis of explained anomalous phenomena that's the uh, new term that they're trying to promote for UFO is UAP and I don't think that's going to be successful within a U.S. Department of Defense agency until 2023, alleged in a series of interviews that the government and defense contractors had been recovering fragments of non-human craft, and in some cases, entire craft, for decades. Some of those craft were very large, like a football field kind of size, Grish told News Nation. He added that there had been malevolent events connected to UFOs. Grish has not seen the alien craft himself, but said in an interview with The Debrief that his claims are based on, quote, extensive interviews with high-level intelligence officials, unquote. And gee golly gosh, folks, intelligence officials never lie, do they? (laughs) Continuing. Uh, Has there been a smooth path to this hearing? Not really. In fact, Burchett gave a furious press briefing on Thursday when he alleged that the investigation into Grush's claims had been stonewalled by federal officials. Quote, we've had a heck of a lot of pushback about this hearing. There are a lot of people who don't want this to come to light, unquote, Burchett said. Quote, we're going to get to the bottom of it, dadgummit. Whatever the truth may be, we're done with the cover-up, unquote. After Grish initially aired his claims, the U.S. Defense Department told NewsNation it had not discovered (coughs) any verifiable information to substantiate claims (laughs) that programs regarding the possession or reverse engineering of any extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Burchett has also said the U.S. has evidence of technology that, quote, defies all of our laws of physics, unquote, and speculated that the extraterrestrial craft could be dangerous. If they're out there, they're out there. And if they have this kind of technology, they could turn us into a charcoal briquette, Birchett said. And that's the article, folks. Now, you'll notice a number of problems with it. Number one, there is a an overwhelmingly unconvincing lack of specific details. If there are crashes, where did they occur? There's not even a reference to the two most famous crash claims which would be Roswell and or Aztec, possibly the allegations of crash claims in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. There's no reference to the Kexbird Bell. There's no reference to anything other than they have been trotting out the story about Benito Mussolini who established a UFO research agency in fascist Italy prior to the outbreak of World War II. Now, folks, I reported, personally, myself, I reported on the Mussolini angle to all of this in my book, Reich of the Black Sun, which was published way back in 2005. And other people had reported on the same thing before then. So, in other words... What is one of the most convincing uh, bits of evidence or data that I think you need to put in your evaluation of these congressional hearings is the fact that those of us who have been researching in areas either directly connected or immediately affecting the field of ufology have been talking about these things for years. And we have been trying to up the bar of argumentation and proof to a, a at least an academic level or at least a level that legally would establish a prima facie case for evaluation at a formal trial. This, this is the standard, at least, that I've been trying to follow. Now... You'll notice something else then about this article. The article itself is a microcosm of what we see going on in these debates. Not only is there a lack of detail, but also there is a stupendous lack of reference to the history of the problem of the UFO and to the history of the field of the study of UFOs, which has, of course, been going on at least since the end of World War II, and in some cases, you could argue that the beginnings of this problem go back to the airship mystery of of the 19th century. So, in other words, what we would expect is at least a passing reference to some of the arguments advanced by the more reliable researchers in those fields. But finally, you'll notice something that disturbs me the most about these hearings, and that is that in addition to the lack of data, what we have in effect are a bunch of people getting in front of the cameras in front of Congress and telling us unsubstantiated stories based on what a lawyer would call hearsay evidence. In other words, What Congress has been turned into is, if you go back to our secret space program conferences, one of the things that we deliberately tried to do in those two conferences was to change the conference culture, because UFO congresses and conferences had become nothing but places where people would come to listen to other people tell stories about their abduction experience or their contact experience or so on and so forth. There was very little solid argumentation, very little examination of the claims of technology, very little argumentation regarding some exotic or or disregarded or suspected principles in physics that might be a clue as to how these things function and on and on we could go. In other words what I'm arguing is that with these hearings Congress itself has taken over the role of the UFO Congress and by featuring storytellers which is essentially all that they've done by featuring them, they've gave the con- given the Congressional governmental stamp of approval to this type of what has passed in the past for UFO research. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that the storytellers don't have a place in the field. But what I am saying is you need to gather those stories, weigh the merits and demerits of each one, and enter them into a larger database of of reports about UFO flight characteristics, any potential technologies that may have been recovered. In other words, this is a complex phenomenon that needs careful argumentation. If you look at the videos from the Secret Space Program conferences of 2014 and 2015 and compare them to what's going on in these congressional hearings, I think you'll come to the conclusion that at those conferences the bar of argumentation and evidence was much, much higher than what we saw coming out of Congress. So in other words, Congress has become a UFO convention. No more need to trek off to the Southern California Desert, to the Integraton or Joshua Tree to listen to your favorite UFO, UFO people spin stories about their latest abduction experience. No, you can, you can tune in to C-SPAN and see it in Congress. Congress has become a UFO convention. And this, to me, is profoundly disturbing because it means that you're gonna have the aura of official approval around shoddy research methods and unsubstantiated claims. That's the problem. Where's the beef? Now, the question is, why has all of this been happening in the last two to three years? Well, I suspect part of the problem or part of the answer to that question is the financial mess and the geopolitical mess that the Western leadership has put the West into. Just think of this nutty war in the Ukraine and the provocation, which was completely unnecessary, the provocation of Russia into starting it. Um, I suspect that the narrative here that they are trying to create now is that of a technologically superior and, in many cases, invisible and hard-to-pin-down threat, namely the UFO, which they, in turn, are going to demand and require a lot of money to combat and defend against. Now, here's the problem. Another problem is, you'll notice that there has been precious little disclosure or talk in these hearings about advanced human technology, perhaps accounting for at least some of the appearances of UFOs and some of the behavior characteristics that have been observed, you'll notice there has been absolutely no reference whatsoever to the possibility within that possibility that we might be looking at warmed up, rehashed, uh, more developed technology from the Nazis from World War II or that we might be looking at some other nation's souped-up technologies. So, in other words, there's a considerable part of the narrative that has been, in my opinion, deliberately left out of the Congressional hearings. They want you to be thinking in terms of extraterrestrials rather than advanced human technology. And again, the question is why? Well, in my opinion, the answer to that is they will need to use some of that technology in staged false flag demonstrations to convince the world population and more, more importantly the population of this country and the nations of the West in particular to spending enormous amounts of money in defense projects that are ultimately UFO related. In other words, yes, I think they're trying to create a narrative. They are carefully crafting this narrative. And I'm in 100% agreement with dark journalists here that the presence of people like James Clapper and all the intelligence officers that you saw sitting behind those people in the congressional hearings tells you all you need to know. This is an intelligence community bit of theater concocted to create a threat, but also to get out in front of a narrative and management. Uh, So again, don't be fooled by these hearings. They're simply turning the Congress into a UFO convention, and they are going to try and sweep all UFO UFO discussion under the rug of national security. They're going to literally try to copyright it and prevent you and me from discussing it at all. Um, in the process, I, I repeat what I've said many times before in re, in relationship to this subject. You can call down high heaven on your head, which is what they're attempting to do. You're dealing essentially with with godless, atheistic people who do not think, really that anything else exists in the universe but material life forms. Don't be surprised if in calling high heaven down on your head it doesn't actually show up. Um, These people are playing with things that by their own admission and even by this article's admission they don't fully understand, but they're sure going to ask for a lot of money To try and understand it and manipulate it and perhaps control and dominate it. They've been doing this in my estimation for 60 plus years. Um, I think the financial system has become so large that has supported this covert research that really the other purpose of this narrative that you're seeing created is simply to acknowledge the fact that that financial system exists because it's now being taken public and we see other indications of this with the attempted rollout of so-called central bank digital currency which again folks if you want a sure fast ticket to slavery that's it this is what these people are are preparing and uh, I think they will be colossally unsuccessful anyway that's it for my news and views let me know what you think folks And we'll see you on the flip side. Don't forget, please keep checking the schedule for the vid chat that I've scheduled for Saturday. It may change on Friday night at the last minute, depending on what happens with my big old tree that I have to have taken down. Uh, If you're the praying type, please pray for a good outcome for it. If you're not the praying type, keep your fingers crossed that they're able to get the tree and other uh, little items that I have for them to do in the yard tomorrow uh, taken care of and taken care of in in a timely and safe fashion. Anyway, that's it for today's news and views, folks. Bye-bye. We'll see you on the flip side, and God bless.